Welcome to the Women of Movement podcast. I'm Sharon, the Faith Coach. Women of Movement is a movement that helps Christian professional women across the globe to speak with confidence and walk in faith and freedom using their God-given gift. Let's move together. Hello, everyone. I have a question for you. Are you registered for the Women of Movement Networking Brunch? It is September 3rd, and you can register at womenofmovement.org or Eventbrite. We look forward to seeing you there. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Are you daring to dream? That's what we're going to talk about today. Not waiting. Are you daring to dream? That's the question. Yes, that's the question. Dare to do it. I dare you. I double dare you. Yes. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Thank you, ladies, for coming into Women of Movement on Clubhouse. I recycled these messages to my Women of Movement podcast. So hopefully you have subscribed to the podcast and you have left a review. Yes, yes. You can subscribe to the Women of Movement podcast by going to womenofmovement.org or in SharonsHeart.com, or you could go to my Instagram and click on, you guessed it, Women of Movement podcast or WOM podcast. Click it, subscribe. Because this is the thing, guys. Number one, as I said, These messages do not live on Clubhouse that long. Okay, that's number one. And number two, sometimes when we're off of Clubhouse, sometimes we just can't find a room on Clubhouse or we're not interested in being on Clubhouse at any given moment. So we just want to get in podcast flow. And that's why it's just really great to have another outlet of listening as well. Okay, yes. So you could subscribe anytime, anytime. And also, Podcast listeners and subscribers, thank you so much. And sure, you're following Women of Movement on Clubhouse because, listen, we have really engaging conversations. And those conversations we have in the Clubhouse room, those are not on the podcast, guys. You got it? So you can get the best of both worlds when you are leveling up and you are engaging and when we are starting really where we are. I posted something from someone today on my Facebook group, in the Facebook group, and this is what it says. Coach, you told me to know my numbers. Well, here are my numbers from my clubhouse room yesterday. I had 27 visits to the link, eight downloads, three new subscribers. Yay, I'm building my ideal audience because I have my own, quote unquote, real estate. I love it. Thanks again, end quote. So that was the speaking club member testimonial. And what I wrote is, don't despise humble beginnings. That's Zechariah 4.10. Scenarios like this can play out each time you open your room, but that depends on how often we're showing up. How often are you showing up on this app? This is a really great app to excel in. It really is. I'm telling you what I know. This app has lots of opportunities. But guess what, guys? This is not the only one. There are other social media apps that have great opportunities. It just depends on how much we're showing up. There should be a minimum of one app 
we spend the most time on. Think about it. Anything you want to do regarding your dream, and I hope you have one, one overall dream, one vision, overall vision of what God is showing you. If you have that vision, that overall vision, and there's only going to be one, let me tell you something. He will do miraculous things with you and through you. He will indeed. This is the thing, though. We have to be zoned in on it. On what? On the dream. Are you living the dream? Are you starting to? See, someone might have looked at those numbers the wonderful individual sent me and say, that's not a big deal. Those are not that much. Those are not that big. And that's the individual who won't get it. An individual who thinks, oh, that's not so big. Number one, an individual mindset like that, a perspective like that, is someone who despises humble beginnings. They don't respect, we don't respect starting and building the foundation. We want to start on top, but we don't want to do the work. Tell me what champion, athlete, soldier, warrior, goat, greatest of all time, started on the top. If we take LeBron James and we simply look at what he's done from when he started to now, if you look at his portfolio of basketball, we could surmise very easily, guys, that he did not start the way he is now. Come on, that's not rocket science. He was younger, he was immature, he didn't know what he know, knew now. And this is the important thing as well. He went through the process. He didn't give up. You don't think he ever wanted to give up? He never wanted to stop because the pressure? Imagine, now he's a, he's a billionaire. See, people say, oh, I wanna be a billionaire. Do you know everything? Do we know everything that even comes with being a multimillionaire? Oh, I want to be this and I want to be that. Are we going to embrace what comes with that? That's the thing. That's why many people don't live their dreams. Because when things get hard, when they get in a particular mind space, they're like, I didn't sign up for this. But we did because we prayed for it. Be careful what you wish for because it just might happen. You just might get it. Are you daring the dream regardless though? Because if you're still dreaming, if you still see the vision, because without it, people perish. If you're still seeing the vision of what God has for your life and it's abundant, it's wonderful, it's miraculous, it's beautiful, it's worthy, it's amazing, it's all of those things and plus, plus, plus. We could still see the greatness, the vision that God has for us and stop looking freaking back all the time. We will get there. Some of us are stuck in woeville. Woe is me. Oh my gosh. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Oh, Sharon, why are you going in like that? Because I used to live there. And I had to wake up and get out of my prideful self. That's all it was. What are they going to say about me? What if I, oh, I don't want to do it. It's too hard. I'm uncomfortable. 
Nothing was working for me. What I really wanted to work. Yeah, I was going through the motions. I was going to a job that I disliked. I loved the students, but I really didn't like what, uh, some of the things that came with being a teacher. I didn't like that. I don't like those things. I wish I had just taught the kids and loved on the kids and just had my fun with the kids and left. I wasn't getting out of myself though. So I was just going through the motions. But deep down inside, I was like, this is not really fulfilling. It wasn't. No, I wanted to be more than a teacher. Um, I was always the teacher. I love teaching. Don't get me wrong. And especially I love the children. I love the, uh, I taught middle and high school. Love them, love them, love them. They're so funny. They're smart. They're engaging. I love children. I love kids. I love young people. And at my church, I taught children's church for many years. Even when I was at one church for 10 years, I taught children's church just about the entire time. And then I moved and then I was a part of another church for six years, taught children's church the entire time I was there. And that was elementary school students. So I've taught uh, the gamut. And of course, since I was a teacher, I brought what I knew as a teacher to the children's church classroom. So what am I saying? What am I saying? I know how it is to, to go through the motions of doing something I don't like. This is the thing though. That's par for the course. That is what we need to go through for God to build up stamina and endurance and appreciation for us for where he's taking us. And if we despise humble beginnings, we're not going to live our dreams because we won't tell anybody else how they can get out of the dumps and the, the pit. If we're not willing to go through it, if we don't see it as temporary, that's all it is. God is doing the work in you and through you. Do you see it? Do you perceive what's going on? I had to perceive it. I had to see it. I had to start really, really getting into what the Lord had for me and stop letting the enemy talk to me. You should have done this. You could have been this. You should be further along in your life, Sharon. If I would have stayed there, you would not know me. I would not know you. The speaking club wouldn't even exist. I'm gonna tell you that right now. A lot of things wouldn't exist. I would still just be going through the motions, ho-hum, miserable as can be. Some people say, Sharon, how do you do it? How do you keep showing up? I can't believe you show up because it's not work. I'm doing something I love. What are you doing? Are you daring the dream? What do you see? God has a lot for you. Yes. Colossians 3 verse 2 says, set your mind on things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. If we will look at just what God has for us, if we are vertical, if we are looking at the bright lights, come on, it illuminates. God has a spotlight on us. Do we have any idea what he's doing through us or are we giving up? No one's giving up on my watch, period. End of story. I have something to say. Yes. It bothers me when people give up. Why does it bother you so much, Sharon? Because I did. That's why. Yes. And that's not a good feeling. But what helped me were other people. I started telling people, not many, what I was going through. We all have to talk to someone. I was just having a conversation with a family member about that. It wasn't really a conversation. It was mainly me talking. But we have to tell someone how we feel. Yes, we can be vulnerable. I had to learn that too.
And then I started doing, and I had two boys to, to, to think about. It wasn't about me. And I said, no, they're going to live a good life. I'm going to give them everything they need and some of the things they want, just like my mother did. Dare to dream. Are you daring to dream? I have a workbook on top of the room. That's for you. You got to put your email in and there's a lot of places to write. So you're going to write, if you're in front of a laptop, you can write in this fillable workbook. You can write these five things. I'm going to give you five things regarding your dream and daring to dream. All right. These are the five things. Number one, see yourself successful. Number two, remain around eagles. Number three, focus on one thing. Number four, start doing what you love. And number five, remain consistent. Number one, see yourself successful. I think I already spoke about this, really spoke to this. We, we just can't look back. The Lord told Lot, Lot and his wife and a bunch of the Israelites when they were fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, he was destroying Sodom and Gomorrah, period. And he said, don't look back. You look back, you're going to turn into a pillow of salt. And we know the story, Lot's wife looked back. She was like, oh, I, I miss what's back there. There's nothing back there. The only thing that's in the past is things that we can learn from that are lessons. Yes. Some of us are just stuck in Woville. And what I'm telling you is that God has much more for you. And you can do it. Quincy Jones said, I don't have problems. He said, I have puzzles. You don't have problems. You have puzzles. That's it. What do we do with puzzles? The puzzles are difficult. The more intricate they are, the more difficult they are, right? The little pieces, right? And then, so some of us, we have large puzzles. The puzzles are really big. And it takes a long time to get through the puzzle. And then some of us, we go through where we have large puzzles. The piece, When I say large, the pieces are large. I'll put it that way. The pieces are large. So it's easy to figure those out. And that's how life is. Some of the things we go through in life are bigger puzzles than others. But we can still get through it. Okay? Yes, we can still get through it. So we have to see ourselves successful instead of looking back and saying, what it could have, should have. Whoa, 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 wah, wah, wah. Nobody's helping me. Guess what, guys? Nobody is going to come and rescue us. That's what some of us are waiting for. So we're not doing anything. I was looking at something that a wonderful person that I respect, I follow her. You know, on her stories, she has different places she's going and just seeing nature and has a group of people she's connected with. Guys, that's that's great. That's what we need to do. Things like that. Who are you connected with? See yourself successful and just get out there. I got to I said to myself, I don't know if I want to join an outdoorsy group. 
because I'm not the, you know, outdoorsy, I can take it or leave it. I'm not, I don't really like the summer, it's too hot. I like the spring and the fall when it's really cool. I'd rather winter than summer any day. So I was like, I don't know if I want that, but at least I could get, go to the next level and doing something else. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I know what I'm gonna do. And so I decided that I'm going to uh, put myself out there in another area when, when it comes to like different events and things like that. Yes, how about you? And guys, the next thing is that we have to remain around eagles. Don't worry about the chickens. The chicken heads, they don't mean you any good. They're jealous. They're condescending. They don't have a vision. They're not focused. They're copycats. They're not innovative. They're not creative. Even though God put all of that in them, but they don't feel they are. And that's what I mean when I say they're not, they're not operating in any of that. So they don't get you. They never will as long as they have that perspective. So every turn around, what are you doing? This and that. This, they gossip a lot. Every Listen, guys, let me tell you something. Eagles, they, we don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. Eagles don't do that. Eagles talk about things. Chickens talk about people. Eagles read books. Chickens mostly watch a bunch of TV. I'm not talking about some, but they're consumed with TV. What is this celebrity doing? This actress doing that? They scroll on social media a lot. They hang out on social media. I was listening to a podcast and what I heard was, I think it was 4% or 2%. It might've been two. We'll say three. 3% of multimillionaires are even on social media. They're busy building their business. There's nothing wrong with social media. We're on it right now with Clubhouse. We're on it at other times. There's nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't consume them. One of the people that I follow, she's an influencer. She's big time. Lots of followers. She's doing a lot for the kingdom. What she said was she was on TV. She was on the show. And she said she thought she was going to blow up. This, this network was huge. The show was prime time. She was on it. She was excited. It didn't move the needle one bit really in her business. You know why? Because her customers don't watch TV. Her clients don't really watch TV. High net worth income people don't watch a bunch of TV. That's a fact. You might say, well, Sharon, why are you going in like that? I'm telling you the facts. See, that's what I'll, you'll get with me. See, I'm not here to, to be pretty, okay? I'm not here to be popular. If we're here for that, we might as well forget about building anything. So remain around the eagles because they're gonna steer you in the right direction and they're going to encourage you. They're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And then guys, the next thing, come on somebody, come on somebody, I'm rooting for us, come on, come on, all right? Yes, I'm rooting for us, let's go, I'm, I'm on fire, okay? Yes, then the next one is focus on one thing. See, when the enemy has set up all kinds of tripwires for you, and all kinds of landmines, and God has been with you, Come on, somebody, you get on fire like this. 
Yes. There's nothing, nothing the enemy can do to stop you when God is for you. Who can be against you? Come on, somebody. So focus on one thing. What do you mean, Sharon? Stop being all over the place. Every time somebody inboxes you about something else and, oh, I heard you in a room and which are you able to do this? And I would love for you to do that. Then we change our entire business model. And now we're creating something for that. No, you can always, you can serve them in that area, but it doesn't mean we change things up. Focus on the one thing the Lord told you to do and stop quit. We got to stop quitting because things are not moving fast enough. We got to stop that. The enemy loves it. The individual who said the three people subscribe to her email list. What if that happens every single time we open the room? We're opening rooms often. Listen, email is still king. That individual is going to grow because that individual respects humble beginnings. And I said that when I read that, I said, oh my gosh, this, this person, she gets it. She gets it. If we don't appreciate the little things, God is not going to give us anything more. Why would he do that? We wouldn't even be able to deal with it. And then number four, guys, is that we must do what we love. Start doing what you love. I was in a room earlier today and I said to the individual, I said, keep doing your room. If that's truly what you love, keep doing it because people will see the love. Even if we think, oh, this is not any good. I have this great idea and people are not, they're not interested. They're not biting. They're not, in, they're not feeling it. No, if we're feeling it, feeling it, if God placed it in our heart to do, then somebody else will bite. They will come on board. So we have to do what we love because I'm telling you, if we do what we love, the love is going to come to us. And guys, I have one more to remain consistent. Oh my gosh. Why do we let the enemy keep telling us not to show up? Why do we let the enemy keep telling us to get into our feelings because we don't want to deal with and I don't feel like it. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. You might say, well, Sharon, love has a lot to do with it. And it does. And it doesn't. Sometimes we have to do what we don't want to do. I was just having a conversation about that this morning. If you think building anything, we're going to always feel like it. Forget about it. Serena Williams, when she was at her height, didn't always want to play tennis, but she loves it, Sharon, but she's human. So we have to keep showing up. We have to keep going, keep going, keep going. What is it you want to build? What is it? Who do you want to meet? What do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Listen, if God placed it in your heart, there is no way you can fail. It won't happen. You understand? I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. Do not be concerned with the time. Do not but keep wanting what you want and don't talk yourself out of it and say, no, I don't really want to do and I don't really want to be because that would be a facade, a false front and a bunch of crap. All right. Don't do it. Keep saying what you want. You don't have to say it to everybody in their mama though, but keep saying what you want. Keep saying what you want. 
You want to be in better shape? You want a bigger house? You want a house? I don't care what they're saying about the economy. Oh, apartments this and homeowners this and investors coming in with this. So doesn't apply to me. So maybe houses are becoming a little scarce and investors are coming in. That means we need to be an investor. Okay, so what? You get on board. Yeah, it doesn't shut me out. It's a new trend coming on. That's okay. I'm getting with the trend because I'm going to get what the devil took from me. And the devil better give me my money because he owes me double for my trouble and he owes you double too. All right. So anyway, <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for daring to dream. Yes. And then that daringness and the audacity of your daring, there's some things that need to be done to live the dream. Yes. Number one, see yourself successful. Number two, remain around eagles. Number three, focus on one thing. Number four, start doing what you love. Number five, remain consistent in all of it. And you will get what you want. Thank you very much for hanging out in Women of Movement on Clubhouse. Clubhouse, make sure you subscribe to the Women of Movement podcast. You can get to it from any of my links, womenofmovement.org or nsharonsheart.com podcast listeners and subscribers. Thank you as well. And ensure you follow Women of Movement on Clubhouse. Alrighty. Three, two, one, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Women of Movement podcast with me, Sharon, the Faith Coach. If you wish to speak with confidence, build your brand, and start your online businesses, go to womenofmovement.org and click on Speaking Club for more information. I'll see you on the stage.